We were just talking about scatting, Ellie. Why couldn't the scatter properly digest the contents of a book? I don't know. Why couldn't the scatter properly digest the contents of a book? Because he kept skibbing ahead. Okay. I just thought of that there. Surely not. Because we were just talking about the Scatman. To the listeners, that would seem completely apropos of nothing, but we were having a conversation about the Scatman. Oh, 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 what's going on here? Ben is in the cellar. As soon as he found out we were going to be here for an extra three weeks, he's taken to hiding in the cellar now. He's become a prepper. I am very familiar with Scatman John's single, I'm a Scatman. Right. Because, what year did it come out? Like 19... Well, you're not that familiar then. No, no. 1995, I think. Oh, was it? Oh, hang on. No, I'm going to... Hang on, we've got to get this right. Google? Hang on, not yet. <laughs> you know I'm going to go... Exactly. Gina G all over again. Yeah. People will be going, oh, is this going to mean there's going to be the Scatman John news now? No, no, we have an affiliation purely to Gina G. And I don't think we can... You know, we can't do Scatman as well, otherwise we wouldn't be able to give it the journalistic integrity that we could so i'm going to say let me work this out 1995 perfect yes yes which means that my little brother thomas was seven years old it's the first single he bought with his own money we went to our price in banbury and bought it and he loved it so much the single came with not different songs but <laughs> extra remixes of our mascara <laughs> so it was a four track single and he do you remember what the remixes it. were no but i'm sure we could see if we can find them like um, a heavy metal remix. Oh no, it was just dance remix. I'm going to see if I can find the acapella and I'm going to make some remixes. I'm going to do a special Scatman mashup for Thomas. for Thomas. I mean, he probably doesn't... That was 25 well, years ago now. now. If I sent him that, he'd be probably thinking, what the heck think, is he doing? Oh, what a great brother-in-law. I don't think he'd remember. And no, he would remember. He would just think this so, is like a weird way to ingratiate myself with the family. Yeah, so he played it non-stop for about three weeks. I have actually done a blog about the Scatman a few years ago and the effect that it had on my life. Ooh. I would recommend that. I quite enjoyed that. I won't recommend it to you necessarily. No. You see enough of me, but I wonder about for the listeners who perhaps hanker after David Eagle content. Ellie gets enough of David Eagle content. <laughs> Sounds very odd indeed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good news on the Ellie front. Yeah. As it were, but we'll uh, talk the about the elephant. Is what I was nicknamed at school. Could you yes. um, oh. find out why the house is full of bees, please? Is it? Yes. Is it? I keep taking them out really? and they keep coming in. So yeah, maybe one of your dedicated listeners might be able to provide us with an answer oh, yes. to the bee problem. I mean, we're looking, are we specifically looking at how to get rid of the bees? To why? You want another reason I why? Think it's more inquisitive because they haven't, they haven't attacked yet, but they might do. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll send out. Uh, it, it won't be their A team; it'll be their B team. Obviously. No, I was trying to think of a better, a better way to frame that joke, but I didn't really have much time. I can edit in maybe a better joke later sure about bees attacking. Before we uh, started recording, although it seems to have cleared up now, Ellie uh, seemed to have contracted. <laughs> it's probably the wrong word to use. <laughs> They're going to get worried. Especially when we say it's cleared up now. She had the hiccup. 
perhaps, but it seems to have removed now. And I'm just warning you, just in case you hear strange noises, that's why we started talking. Oh, sorry, Ellie, I'll just punched her. <laughs> That'll kill your hiccups. There you go. Um, that's a shock for you. That's why we started talking about the scat man. Yeah. So there you go. All links. Interesting correspondence, courtesy of Instagram. Uh, we were contacted, quite by surprise, by a watch manufacturer. What's the deal here, Ellie? So on yesterday's upload to Instagram, the Eagle is stranded. Um, you've got a comment from Pierre Arden Team Laron. I don't know what that means. And it says, uh, your Instagram is awesome, David. Send us a direct message at Pierre Arden as our team would like to organise a collab with you. But this is a... Seems to be some sort of men's watch brand. Now, I'm very surprised by this. I mean, I can understand why they've obviously heard the podcast. They think that I am the kind of person they would like advertising their products. Maybe they heard my advert a couple of days ago advertising my Facebook page and I thought this is the kind of advert we want. Sprawling, four-minute, confusing adverts where I'm talking to myself for four minutes. That's the kind of thing that they want, maybe, and that's why they've got in touch with me. But I am quite surprised that they've chosen Instagram because I wouldn't describe myself as a, an influencer on the social media platform Instagram. I haven't really advertised the fact that I'm on Instagram and I only have about 150 followers on Instagram. 147. So 147 followers and for some reason this watch manufacturing brand want to get in touch and have me as some kind of ambassador and collaborator. Is it me who got in touch next? Yeah, we did indeed direct message. We got in touch, we got a di did a direct message and I said that I would happily get in touch with them and do a phone interview with them because obviously last week it was beer. Uh, we talked to the beer fairy and uh, free beer is hopefully forthcoming and I suggested that maybe they would like to do the same, chat to us on the podcast and maybe send a watch my way, you know, if they'd like to chat on the podcast, providing of course they have the time. <laughs> so I mean they can already see. Presumably they read that and, and immediately came back. Immediately they came back with, hey, we've been reaching out to a few people who fit our style for a potential collaboration. We don't usually do this, but we want to offer you 50% off everything in our store so that you can wear the latest timepieces. All we ask is that you tag us in a picture of you wearing it and we'll feature you on our page. Would this interest you? Two hands up emoji. I wonder if I have to do a contract then? Because if they send me the watch, 50% off, and I don't do that, I presumably have to sign something out. I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, I'm happy to do. I don't really want to buy something. The trouble is, it's a half price on something that I had no intention of buying before this point. So it's not, not the greatest deal, is it? I think we just got back in touch with them and asked them before an interview. Yeah, we went, nah, but you can have a phone interview if you want. And they came back with, we'll offer you a personal code for 25% off for our entire store. This is for your followers and we'll give you a 30% commission straight to your PayPal for any purchases using that unique code. Also, this means you're not only gaining friends and followers, but you're also gaining income. I mean, it is a bit more tempting, actually. I don't know what to do. We've still offered them another interview. We've offered them another interview, but they have not got back. They they've ref read it. They've read it, but they've refused so far. So I think we can maybe use the social media platforms, uh, including my Instagram with all, all my 147 followers, to perhaps harangue this watch manufacturer to do a phone interview, because that's what we want. A phone interview with this watch manufacturer, and we can ask them the pressing questions about watches. Anyway, more on that, I'm sure, in the fullness of time. <laughs> There's another joke. Um, so we're going to go for a walk now, and when we come back, the bread, which we will talk about, there is a bread in the oven. Yes. It's a very exciting bread. Yeah. 
It's a beetroot and goat's cheese bread. It's white flour and wholemeal flour combined with a seed mixture, seed and herbs, grated beetroot, some goat's cheese. We've asked Ben to take it, uh, out. Take it out and let it sit yeah. for 20 minutes. Yeah, cool and now. so therefore it should be ready to eat by the time we get back yeah. from our walk. Yeah. That's not the sound of Ellie hiccuping. This is the sound of a chicken. I wonder why sometimes it goes other times, so just two of the before it does that. And other times it goes so it does. Saying different things, isn't it? But I wonder, does it have any control? Does it think, oh, I'll do a now as opposed to a is it kind of like a, a beat poet almost or a jazz musician? Perhaps going, oh, I fancy a bit of it, mix it up a little bit, throw in another this time before the or if there's like a language that they're speaking. Imagine if the chickens just had the hiccups. So they just go, oh, bloody hell, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of these hiccups. That's it for all of their lives. There's the pigeon over there, wood pigeon. always ends on the yeah always ends on that offbeat always then and i wonder if could the pigeon could it do an extra one could it go and finish it off and if it if it did would it be ostracized by the other pigeons or maybe they'd go my god the, this pigeon's a maverick or if it changed the pitch of one of them Really started riffing on it. <laughs> it looks like the Morris dancing then. Yeah. <laughs> ah yes, because the listeners don't appreciate it because this is just a podcast, they don't know yeah, what don't goes into do. it. Which just makes me wonder why I bother wearing the elaborate costumes that I wear. Yeah, it's such a shame. Also, I wonder whether a pigeon can change the notes and the sound of their sequence depending on how they're feeling to demonstrate emotion. So if a pigeon was angry, would it go... Well, I'll have to do that again, or oh, if it was really angry, yeah. it might go, no, sod your conventions, and the pigeon's waiting for that extra, Woo! he's like, no, no, I'm not doing it, but you have to do it. Or it could do like a, if it wants to kind of seduce another pigeon, maybe it'll do a kind of, I feel quite uncomfortable with you doing a pigeon seduction right in my face. No, oh, oh. <laughs> there we are, <laughs> for my next trick. That was my impression of a horny pigeon. BBC Radio 1, John Peel, and now in session, horny pigeon. If a crow could drive any mode of transport, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Car! Car! Oh, my hood has... <laughs> I think nature has kind of intervened to stop this podcast. Maybe it's thought, no, it's an act of God, one too many jokes, and my hood on my coat has just blown onto my head to cover the ears, therefore covering the microphones. The other day when we were here, there was a seed tiller that was uh, broken down, and we heard the farmer going, bastard, <laughs> <laughs> had it. 
but it looks like they've managed to get it working and then they've covered over all the planting so yeah that just reminded me of uh, that banned bastard seed tiller and John, John, John Peel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bastard seed tiller what a great name for a band that's the name of the uh, the people who did the Scatman John remix, which I'm going to do for Thomas by Bastard Seed Tiller. <laughs> there isn't any Scatman John so far in the Pop Goes the Eagle pick and mix episode that I'm really hoping that I can get this done by. Maybe as a celebration of coming out of lockdown, so I optimistically say three weeks. Although that is good news for the podcast fans because it means there's at least another 20 episodes to go. I mean, who knows what ground we might cover. Probably this bit. Exactly. <laughs> See what she did there, listeners, because we're walking. She took that literally, turned it into a good joke. We always walk over this bit. And we always walk over this bit. So it's a kind of little comedy workshop for you there. Hope you don't mind me just dissecting the way that joke came about, Ellie. I think I should start doing the we should uh, stand-up do. circuit. With you. We... Oh, God. I mean, I'm slightly worried that how the isolation has affected us all differently and the fact that I'm worried that, because I've not done a gig now for over a month, yeah. I'm going to be maybe really nervous when it is time to go back and do gigs because I've not really had this amount of time off before. Probably not since like 2006 or something, so... Because you don't really take holidays and things, do you? Well, it's I mean, now and again, because life is a holiday for me, Ellie. Hmm. I put the fun into profundity. That's my my catchphrase, my new one that I've just come up with. Kind of like what Spike Milligan could have said if he wasn't too busy ying tang tiddle eye pulling. Oh, could you mix that with the scum Actually, that'd be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I could find lots of different things so of gobbledygook. When it's mastered the bar, but it hasn't got the ski and the bop and the do bit. But I like to think it's practicing the, the scatting there. That lamb. I think the, the lamb. what scat lamb? Huh? Very good. I'm the scat lamb, but I can't do the ski and the butter buzz, but I can do the bar. Ba, 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 I can ba, just do That's all he can do at the moment. But you see why the lamb's been inspired. It's the farmer. It's the uh, farmer that's been inspired him, because that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've you've heard that hymn. You know about the farmers. We plough the fields and scatter. Yeah. Ah, ah sort of. We are now home. For those interested in the cactus update, it's in the sitting room window and it is very much dead now. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, perhaps we shall have a cactus funeral, maybe. On the eagle is stranded, I think it's only right. We've returned, but it's not over yet. And washing. Of course. Ready to cut the bread which Ben has taken out for us. Yeah. And perhaps you can describe what the bread looks like, Ellie. Well, it went in very pink because of the beetroot. So it hasn't risen quite as much as I thought it would, but it's got a good seed crust at the top. Does it contain yeast? No. Okay. So it's got bicarbonate of soda and baking powder. It's meant to have soured cream, but I put coconut milk with a bit of lemon in. It smells delightful. Interesting how some people say soured cream and other people say sour cream. It's exactly the same thing, I believe. Yeah. It's just people say it differently. Maybe that could be our next Instagram poll, perhaps after the success of the other one. <laughs> uh, maybe we can find out, is it soured cream or sour cream? Let the debate rage, my friends. Now, I could edit out my hand washing 
But I feel as if I have a responsibility so that people know that I'm taking everything seriously, the government advice. So I always wash my hands for 20 seconds. How do I know when 20 seconds has elapsed? I, of course, could count to 20, but of course, that's not a fail-safe way of doing it. So, of course, we must sing happy birthday. And I prefer to choose a longer name just to be on the safe side. The last thing you want is to contract COVID due to the fact that you've washed your hands while singing happy birthday to Tom. Tom, very quick, happy birthday to Tom, happy birthday to you. Best to do Aloysius, I find. A nice long name like that will really protect you from those germs. Happy birthday to Aloysius. Happy birthday. If you really want to be safe, double-barreled names, always good to go for. It's time to eat the bread. So I have bread some butter on the website. That's a recommended way of doing it. They said it's not like a bread to make sandwiches with or anything. And like a good wine and a beer, of course. Not of forgetting course. our conversation last week with the beer fairy. Always good to smell it first. So I'm going to give it an up-close smell. And apply the same concept to wine, beer, bread, herbal tea and women. And that's, I believe, how we met, Ellie. I sniffed you out of the crowd. Is it? It smells delightful. I think I can smell the seeds. To me, it smells like a, a wholemeal, earthy bread. Earthy is a good word. That's what you get from beetroot. Oh, it's got a real, but I think you can tell it's replete with seeds. Wonderful. It's a very thick consistency, listeners. I'm just talking about holding this bread now. A little crumbly. I'm going to now taste it. Bloody hell. There is so much going on. I must apologise. There is the sound of me chewing here. I should have maybe taken the microphones out of my ears. It's one of the worst sounds for other people, the sounds of mastication. So the person doing the um, subtitled version of the podcast with the deaf just notes that I didn't say mastication in that. It's got the, the consistency of a cake. It's like a savoury cake. It reminds me a little bit of a, of a cheese scone in bread form. You get so many textures and tastes. You get the seeds, that kind of crispness of the seeds and that seedy taste. Because there's so many flavours. The creaminess of the goat's cheese. Maybe a slight sweetness from the coconut milk. And a bit of honey. A bit of honey in there as well. Oh my goodness. It's just, some people I think would say this is too much. There's too much going on, but not me. Goodbye. Goodbye.